Hiya and welcome to the Northern Girls Club podcast, conversations from the clubhouse. I am Lauren. Hiya, nice to hear from you and nice to see you. No, we need to start that again. Completely went tits up, don't know what I'm talking about. I need to yawn also, so it's not the end of the world. <laughs> Hiya and welcome to the Northern Girls Club podcast, conversations from the clubhouse. We are here to bring you some cracking Northern stories, some down-to-earth inspiration and some hopefully kick up the assness from some ambitious Northern women that previously might not have heard uh, from. This is our first episode. I am Lauren, your founder and captain. If you follow the page, that will make sense to you. And I am here with Sasha, who's going to introduce herself. Hi, I'm Sasha and I'm co-founder of NGC. <gasps> co-founder. Yeah, that's... it's a self-given title, I have to admit, but that's you, what I am. Do you remember when we did that interview and it was that really important <laughs> one and you, um, I was um, CEO <laughs> <laughs> and I was manager. So we did an interview. Who was that for? Um, Look at us because we get asked to do interviews just so often. Who is it for? It was the BBC. It was something to do uh, with the yeah. BBC. And she just said, introduce yourself. <laughs> Who are you? Well, what, what's your role? And me and Lauren were like, what? We haven't discussed this. So Lauren came out with CEO. <laughs> See, right, I'm going to admit. When I, <laughs> when I said CEO, in my head, I had this mental image of like Steve Jobs, like kind of like, like dressed like yeah. I am now, all black. <laughs> I am dressed like you are, you are. That was just If you're not watching and you can't see me, I have got the black roll neck on because we're laughing, but I am actually the CEO. The CEO you are, and I am actually the manager, whatever yeah. that means. <laughs> um, so this is our first episode. And to be honest, we can't even believe that we're sat here having this because it's been a journey. Mm. It's been a journey. So we thought the best place to start for this particular episode is right back at the beginning. Um, if you followed us on followed us on Instagram from the start, then some of this you might know, some of it you might not know. There's a lot that goes on behind the scenes that perhaps people aren't aware of. So we're gonna just lay it all bare. Um, so thank you so much for listening to us. Like we know we're like inherently very annoying on Instagram anyway. <laughs> so the fact that you're listening to us now is good. But let's do it, Sasha. Let's go back in time to February 2021. Mm-hmm. We are somewhere riding the waves of lockdown and you come around to my house. Do you remember this? Yeah, I remember. But I think it was before then. Was it not even before where we had our first seeds of our ideas of what we wanted to do? Yeah. So Sasha and I are both from Burnley and we're not going to go into the ins and outs of who we are on this episode because basically you gives a shit. But not that interesting. It's not really interesting. <laughs> but stick with it. Um, but we're both secondary school teachers. We both really, really love what we do. And we're both really passionate about what we do. And yeah, we might make some tongue-in-cheek comments about, you know, that we all have a whinge about work at times, but we're passionately and, and invested in our area and our young people and women like you, mm-hmm. women like us. Um, and we'd said a few times, I think we can do something. It was always that, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a sense of, I mean, we're really passionate about our hometown, obviously, that we'll cover that, we'll cover that in, in future episodes. But there was something, it was something and we didn't know what the something was. So I can't even articulate. It was a feeling that there's something out there. We don't know what it is yet. There is a gap for something. We need to find it, catch it, Mm. tap into it and then put it out into the world. And it's funny because I remember I would drive home from work and I'd see certain events that were going on in town. I'd think, oh, I mean, Sasha can do something like Mm. this. So Sasha and I are cousins. We know each other inside out. We're extremely similar and extremely different mm. at the same time, which is perhaps what is unique about this whole thing. Um, and Sasha saw right, it was just a little bit of a flame of 
there's so much good stuff that goes on in this town. We need to capture it and do something with it. But we never did because we were busy or we were probably in Smacks, which is a local <laughs> bar around town or we were training or we were teaching um, until lockdown. Yeah. And that was a pivotal moment, wasn't it? And pivotal maybe for you guys that are listening, whether that's in a good way or a bad way, so much art came out of mm. lockdown, didn't it? And I'm not saying that this is art, because if it is, Christ, it's messy. <laughs> um, but I'll, I've so vividly remember this. And please tell me if you do, right? It was February and it was freezing. Now I'm in my dining room at home, which is like, um, imagine a bomb has gone off in early learning centre because I've got two babies. So at this time I've got a crawling Nancy. She's crawling mm. around the floor somewhere. Rosie's like causing chaos. I wouldn't have it any other way. And Sasha came around just to give me a brief period of respite. <laughs> like Sasha look after my kids for a little bit. And I remember you, you came around and we were sat around my dining table. And I, I said, Sasha, you know when we said we were going to do something? I think we should do it now. Do you mm. remember that conversation? I remember. And that was interesting as well because I'd recently moved back to Burnley. So I'd been living in Manchester at the time and I'd always had sort of this, this pull towards Burnley. And this idea of, I want to be in Burnley, but I kind of feel like I shouldn't because everyone moves away from Burnley and it's a crap town, et cetera, et cetera. So long story short, I'd moved back home to Burnley. I just put a house in Burnley. I was at a turning point in my life. Then we got put into lockdown, which was either the worst or the best timing ever, a bit mm. of both. So we were both kind of at that point where it just came together. We were like, this is it. This is the time to do something. Yeah. But we never actually had an active plan. Oh, we made a WhatsApp no. group and we give it a fancy title. And we put one message in yeah, it. And we put, and we Sasha, it. Yeah, we put, it, it's Sasha and Lauren's project. <laughs> and then we never posted it yeah. again. And it's that, in fact, I've still got that group on my, yeah. on my phone. It's still there. It will become a relic, but we're going to keep it. Um, until something sent me the over the edge on social media. Now this is fast forward two or three months and I'm at home. I'm in the throes of motherhood, which is an episode and a half in itself. It's difficult. It's tough. Um, I'm consuming so much artificial perfection online and it's starting to affect me. I'm bubbling in terms of my business. I've got a concept. And again, we'll come back to that in our next episode. We're going to break down who me and Sasha are because that's a big part of what Northern Girls Club is. I'm thinking there must be some women out there who are like-minded, but who are also better at this kind mm. of stuff than me. Um, and I see this image of this woman, right? And she's pregnant and she's got a baby who's a similar age to mine. And she looks insane, Sasha. She looks insane. I remember she's, you sent me, you oh, sent me the picture of who it was. So she go looked, on, describe it, because I can remember it vividly. Yeah, she looked like Baby Spice. She was wearing tiny little white knickers. And let me make it clear, ain't no one wearing that white knickers for a while after you've had a kid. And she's tanned and she's glowing. And she's like, oh my God, I've just got out of this honey milk bath with my child. And I just thought, to this. I've had enough of it. Mm. I've had enough of it. So I text Sasha, I was like, right, I'm making an Instagram page. And we didn't even link it to this project at the time. No, we didn't. And I got this message off Lauren. So the initial message was a picture. And I was like, here we go, usual bull. Excuse of me. your absolute goddess floating in bloody white. Did you think it was me? Yes, yeah, so it took me a while to decipher it was not. Um, but yeah, I saw this picture of this woman and then Lauren's like, I'm starting this Instagram page, this is what it's going to be, called Northern Girls Club. And I was like, well, what is Northern Girls Club? What even is that? And I think even at the time that you set up the page, we still didn't even know what it was or what it would be. Absolutely no idea. I had, now being teachers, I had a, a, an instinct that a lot of the stuff that we were reading on Instagram, in, in particular in terms of captions, it wasn't capturing people's attention. And, and I want to draw like a little bit of focus to that word, like mm. caption. Whenever we post on Instagram, we don't really post captions. We try and post capturings. We try and get your attention. 
and being English teachers, we kind of have that skill set. So I knew that the best way to get information across would be to do brief sections of text broken up by emojis, mm. short mini stories, something that's outside of your immediate remit. Maybe women who live next door, but one to you who you vaguely know mm. of, but you don't really know what they're up to now. This was honestly my thought process. It, it went this far and that's it. Now we text our cousin. We've got about a million cousins. We'd be here all night if I were to list them. <laughs> but one of them is really good at drawing. Hi, Molly. Yeah, thank you, hey. Mal. Hi, Mal. And I texted her and I said, I want to start this Instagram page and I need a logo for it. Um, now, Sasha and I have been brought up on Northern Soul. Yeah. So my mum and dad are absolute diehard Northern Soul fans. And it's something, if you're not aware, it's it's a music culture. Um, if you've got mum and dads that are probably in 60s, 50s, they will know about it. It's kind of Manchester-based, Northern-based. And my mum and dad lived it and breathed it. And we, by default, got into it so yeah. we used to go on soul in the sun holidays <laughs> in Tenerife where that is a is a no podcast episode in itself I, I, I cannot even we partied under the stars with the best yes of them. we did it's 13 14 dancing around to northern soul it was brilliant so that's been something that's part of our culture that we've grown up on. yeah so we sort of stole their round badge concept and I asked Molly to filter in the color of claret because it's our hometown and the, and the logo that you will be aware of our branding is so bold and it's deliberate was born I actively wanted to avoid the pink aesthetic. Mm. Oh my God, you can do it if you put your mind mm. to it. All of that I find incredibly false. It's it's a narrative that doesn't make any impact over anyone. And we're all consuming these empty messages. I wanted to go against the grain. I wanted, wanted to be counterculture. So it was. And I uploaded the logo and I uploaded a picture of me and I looked knackered on it. And I looked knackered because Nancy was not sleeping at mm. the time. And I wrote a bio of myself and it was who I am, what I get up to, uh, my job at the time and my business, which we'll come back to in, in a short time. And, and women who I've not seen since school, yeah. women who I've got a vague you know, knowledge of were like, oh my God, Lord, I didn't know you were up to this. That sounds amazing. Could you maybe proofread my CV for me? I didn't realise you're English teacher. I thought, this is cool. So then Sasha had a go. And then we were tapping up our immediate networks. Mm. And before you know it, pop, 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 mm. we'd populated this page with you lot. Which we refer to, if you're still struggling to visualise what that is, we re refer to it in the early days as the Argos catalogue of Northern women. Yeah. So imagine, I think, I think the, the best way to explain it is that intent behind it was to capture, like Lauren said, and present real life in all its honesty, yeah. all its transparency, all its authenticity. So our page just featured women after women after women who told their story, they were all different, and told it in a way because they've never been asked before. No. So we were asking the questions that women like us, who were boring, we're average, you know, yeah. we just plod around. Do you we not just remember that we toyed you, didn't we, for a while? Should we be like, and again, in inverted commas, should we be normal girls mm. club? Not necessarily yeah. northern because we are just you women who are never going to be invited to award ceremonies. No. We're never going to be lauded with entrepreneurial success. We're never going to be, we don't get to do all the glam things, but at the same time, what we're doing is really, really, yeah, like, people genuinely hear believe about that. that. Yeah. So he was asking the questions that we don't usually get asked. And, and I think it was that. And it was, keep it raw, keep it real. And that's what we used to say to people, wasn't it? Yeah. Keep it raw, real and honest. And some of the responses that we got were, were so amazing. I mean, people talk about things they found difficult, really personal things, domestic violence and grief. And it was like, yeah. this is Humans. the reality of what people are living, but nobody is talking about it. And we are so brainwashed with Instagram, with influencers, this perfect culture, the polished finished product. And that's just not what it is. So that's what we became representing 
your authentic northern women. Yeah. That was a starting point. It is, and it still is a starting point because we're just scratching the surface. So we have featured same-sex relationships. We've featured uh, women who've overcome mental health battles. We've featured women who've uh, literally climbed Mount Everest, women who were training up, but we we have so much mm. more work to do. And we know there's more women out there. But they are just like us and that's yeah. the thing. So as I'm listening to you talk about someone who's climbed Mount Everest, I'm like, oh she my God, that's amazing. Mm. But then to read her bio, she's so normal. Yeah. She's just like me and you. And this is the thing that, that normal people can do amazing things. And can tell amazing stories and yeah. have amazing stories. And, there, and then what we didn't realise at the time we had a real network of tangible role models yeah. that we could relate to, that our secondary school students could relate to. And we were like, wow, like jackpot, this is incredible. And somewhere along the line, we had a bloody laugh on the page mm. because we have got a metaphorical <laughs> clubhouse. Right, let's clear this up. It's You're, not You'll do a better real. job of this. Right. Where so, did this come from? I don't, I, I don't even know where. So... Northern Girls Club, by default, if you are a club, you need a clubhouse. Obviously, yeah, I.e. brownies, scouts, yeah. beavers. Yeah, think about your local working men's club, something along those lines. Yeah. Obviously, we don't have one of those because we have an Instagram page that we've just absolutely materialised from nowhere. Um, but we bring in these <laughs> but, women. But you say that though, but do you remember when we first um, set up, we actually crashed the algorithm. Yeah. It kicked us off. We got that many followers in that yeah. such a short amount yeah. of time. Instagram was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You've got to be a bot or a, like a scam account. Yeah, it exploded. So I think as well, what underpins Northern Girls Club is creating a community for Northern Girls to go on a page and be like, actually, these women are like me. This is what I'm about. Shared values. This is what I'm interested in, which is something that... Me and Lauren have always felt like was missing. We are ambitious. We're also really down to earth. We've got a good sense of humour. Yeah. And we don't necessarily fit. We so, leave our ego at the door. And yeah. do you know why? Because we haven't really got one. And I think that's a bit of a juxtaposition, isn't it? That you can be Northern. You can be really intelligent. You can be ambitious. You can be really successful. But you can be really sound. Yeah. You can be really down to earth. So where, where, where is a place for those people the to clubhouse. go? The imaginary clubhouse. Now, if you're really so, struggling to... Yeah, so imagine when you go and you're like cork notice boards, really rubbish fluorescent post-its on there, like live singer 8pm tonight. And then someone's crossed it out and put like 9pm. And like, we've got a lost property box. The, 20 none of this exists. Fee. And it's really confusing on the page. And it goes against every bit of social media <laughs> advice out there in terms of like trying to grow your following. But every Saturday we post Watson at the clubhouse and we tag some of you lot in it because it's funny but actually what has happened is people want to be tagged in it yeah. and they want to be involved so you're all welcome and you're all excited and we'll have the last laugh when one day we do actually have a clubhouse with a key that exists. yeah and just to go a bit further with that so it would be a case of the way that it started was right okay we're doing instagram story so and so is on tea trolley duty and we tag <laughs> someone that's 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 following our page so-and-so, this is in lost property, but we did actually have the amount of people that message asking us where the clubhouse is because uh, what's they think on it's this, real. Like, yeah. And we once had, this is no word of a lie, so in the midst of lockdown, I think it was lockdown 2.0, where <laughs> you could like leave your house for like an hour's exercise or whatever. Um, we had someone who messaged us saying that they were going to report us to the police. Oh, for, I remember this. For illegally running our Northern Girls uh, 
Clubhouse. Yeah, because so I he didn't this. understand that it was a complete imagination of our stupid Yeah, humor. so it said, um, I've always been really supportive of this page. Yeah. You and Sasha seem like really nice girls, but I am horrified that you are flouting lockdown rules <laughs> and encouraging <laughs> others to do the same. Because we said we were having like tapas on the terrace or <laughs> and they thought genuinely we were violating rules. Well, we'll leave that up to you. Were we? Were we having yeah. tapas on the terrace? Who You'll knows? never know. Come down to Clubhouse and but find out. But then we had to, we did actually explain it. it wasn't real, but that sounds like such a pathetic excuse, you know, and it's like kids at at school that end of story and it was like and, and it was all a dream it was all a dream <laughs> it's a dream the clubhouse is a dream it isn't real but yes yeah, so that, there no, we go. Do you know the clubhouse exists in your heart and yeah. you know full well that you could come there after a really long day at work or a really long day of parenting and you could kick your shoes off and there's going to be another woman there who gets it yeah and you can just offload to them if that exists in your heart and your mind then you know what it's a bloody good yeah. thing and it's niche and it's unique to us and no one's ripped it off or copied the it the clubhouse is whatever you want it to be exactly and you and you're welcome However, let's be serious now. I flicked through the page before I sat down here because it's really difficult to get lost mm. in what we've achieved. Mm. And let's think about NGC in the real world now because that's always been a really big thing for me and Sasha. So much of what we see on social media is just utter rubbish. It's superficial and it doesn't exist. We didn't want that to be the case. We didn't just, we're not remotely inf like bothered about being influencers. It's not. And let me tell you, we don't get nothing. Like, no, we, no, no perks no, to this no. at all. Um, but we, what the, the way that I have approached it personally is one foot online, one foot in the world. And I knew somewhere along the line, we'd need a website. We, you know, there's something that we could perhaps do with this outside of social media, because if we want to really represent Northern women as powerful and positive, can't just do that on Instagram. Oh, it's got to be tangible. Yeah, rooted in the it's got real it, exactly. Um, so just to give you a flavor of who we have featured really quickly before we think about what we've done in the real world up to this point. And let me tell you, it's not been easy. And, and hopefully we'll touch on that in, in the interest of keeping it real. We have featured <clears throat> magicians, mortgage brokers, makeup artists, um, the only Northern female SBS soldier who mm. has been promoted to the security services, um, teachers, midwives, doctors, dentists, CrossFit warriors, um, divorcees, mm. widows, uh, parents, adoptive parents, uh, mental health nurses. I mean, I could go on. Yeah. And these women are the ones I want to sit and have a drink with. These are the, honestly, nothing makes me buzz more than like, tell me about you and how you got into this kind of mm. thing. Sasha, there must be a feature that sticks in your mind that's your favorite. There is, and this probably isn't the answer that you're expecting. So I was- Is it mine? <laughs> no, it's that's not so yours. kind. <laughs> so th this is something that I was thinking about. And you know, I was like, there's one that sticks in my mind, but it probably doesn't feel like the right one to say because it, to be honest, it's a feature that I wrote on my grandma. And yeah. I'll explain why in a second. So we did a golden oldie edition of Northern Girls Club because yeah. we are really aware that who we are, our identity is absolutely rooted in our family, in our town, in our history, etc., etc. And like Lauren's touched on, we are a massive family unit. So we thought it would be quite interesting, you know, to show Northern girls of different ages and older Northern girls and what their story is and what they've achieved. Because we all fit here. We all yeah. belong here. And guess what? Women don't expire past 35. No. Like, in fact, our stories get better. Yeah. So I, so we decided to do a golden oldie edition. So, we started, so I said, right, I will interview my grandma, Grandma Betty. So Grandma Betty is 97 years old. She's an absolute firecracker. She's hard as nails. I can't even tell you. She's just an absolute queen. And it was interesting because I went and I sat with her. I go to her house all the time. Yeah. I'm really close with her. I see her. I see her all the time, every other day. 
And I went and I said, Grandma, I need to speak to you about something that, that me and Lauren have, have done. I'd have loved to have been a fly in the wall so, when you tried to explain what Northern Girls Club was. I was trying to explain what Northern Girls Club was, but she's really stupid and she got yeah, it. Oh yeah. She got it, she got it. Yeah. So she has no, no idea what Instagram is, obviously. But I said, I'm going to ask you some questions. And when we ask women to do their feature, we ask them a set of questions that they can use as prompts. And I kept those same exact prompts and I sat and I chatted with her. And I learn so much about this woman that I've spent 31 years of my life with that I hadn't known previously. So things like she had uh, lost two brothers in the war in really horrific circumstances. Yeah, she was a World War II survivor. Yeah, and I, I know that, but what I didn't know is how much it had impacted her. Impacted her. I didn't know how, um, about the night where she found out and her response to that. Um, so I came away from that conversation feeling like, I now knew my grandma in a really different perspective. And how can that be? Because I've known her for 31 years. Mm. But then my equivalent of that was all of these women that feature on our page, there are people that me and Lauren know, they are complete strangers. Yeah. But all of them, when you read their story, it's like you are meeting them for the first time because we are asking them the questions that we've never asked before. Mm. When you go out with your mates, no one ever says to you, tell me about the hardest thing that's happened in your yeah. life. Tell me about the thing, your biggest achievement, what you're proud of. And what you're struggling with. Yeah, so it was that. So I came away and I was like, God, I, I really feel like I know my grandma now. And it's taken me 31 years and a half hour conversation yeah. to do that. One, I really remember one line from grandma. And you, you'll laugh like if you listen to this now, but I can literally pick out key lines from mm. every single feature. Like Sasha and I live yeah. and breathe this. Like this might be something that you glance at once a day. Sasha and I, it's you cut us and we bleed and yeah. you see. I remember there was a line of Grandma Betty's that was um, a simple life is a happy one. Yeah. And I remember that sometimes when mm. I'm like striving for the next thing or mm. I'm rushing to get from A to B or these, some of these lines come back to me and mm. they make me a better person and NGC yeah. has made me a better yeah. person. And I think still now, her post was one of the most popular ones. Yeah, it was. So we had loads of, obviously, we've, got, we've still got a range of followers. We, you know, we have younger, we have middle age, mm. we have some older and everybody took something from that story. And that's the power of storytelling. And that's what we do. And we say all the time, we give these women a voice who usually would not get a chance to, to talk, to be listened to, but their story is valid and it deserves to be heard. And that's what we do. That's it. And we know there's going to be hundreds and thousands mm. more out there and we're determined to get to mm. them, obviously, in time. So let's... Touch. Same question to you. Oh my God. What about your, fe your feature that sticks in your mind? Um, my Auntie Jackie's. Yeah. I know we're being family biased. Mm. Um, she's an intensive care nurse. She opened up a garden at Blackburn Hospital. She identified a gap where if you're in hospital on long-term care, on intensive care, you've got no outside space. Um, she never puts herself forward for anything. Check her feature out on my page. She is an angel amongst women. Mm. Um, yeah, it's so good. But all of but, these women we were hosting on Instagram, we wanted to meet them. Yeah. We wanted to see them. We wanted to get them together. Now, just to run down, Sasha. Now, if you are watching this, you can maybe see some beautiful art in the background. Shout out to Claire. From Don't Burst My Bubble. She's done um, uh, finalised these for us. When I list this, it does make us sound like CEO and founders. <laughs> and manager, <laughs> whatever we want to call But honestly, let's own this for a minute. Yeah, like, let's on. be those people. We had a sold out live event here at Next Level Dance where we had some key speakers. We had a street dance session. We had a bit of a social. We had DJL from Porsche, which was a personal preference of ours. We had NGC Live 2, uh, a little bit more refined in terms of the talks. We had a woman from technology. We had, um, that was Sinead. We had um, Hannah from a sober collective come and talk to us about giving up alcohol. We had a self-defense workshop. 
We had International Women's Day over at Old Trafford, which was so disruptive. It was like, right, where can we take these Northern women that they wouldn't be expected to be on International Women's Day? Let's take them to Old Trafford. So we immersed ourselves in the world of football. We have had numerous media appearances, BBC, BBC Manchester, BBC Lancashire. Honestly, Sasha, what am I even saying? And now we're on a podcast. Yeah, and I just think back to, so our first ever media appearance. Oh. So look at me using that term, media appearance. Me and the talent like, like has a, a media appearance. So our first ever media appearance was, Can I remember. Can you it that? Well, what is it? What's the appearance? <laughs> this how clueless I am. I don't know. The first time we were interviewed by somebody by, important. The first time someone gave a shit about yeah, what we were doing. to know who the hell were we. Yeah. So basically, I've been at work. You know what it's like. I've been teaching back to back. Um, 10 minutes from my dinner, teaching all day long, absolutely exhausted. I'd finished work and Lauren said, we've got someone who wants to interview us about Northern Girls Club. And even now, when we still hear people use the word Northern Girls Club, yeah. like it's a thing, it still feels really alien. Doesn't it? But um, so I said, right, okay. So she said, uh, Lauren said, right, she wants to do a Zoom meeting. She's going to interview us and then it'll be released wherever. So I said, right, okay. So finished my lesson, opened up my laptop and it was around the time where I said, we still had to wear masks. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I know. So I had to wear masks in COVID. <laughs> so open my laptop, Lauren's there, this um, uh, interview is on, a, on, on the Zoom call and she starts asking us questions and I've got a mask on my face so I just took it off. So I did my entire interview with a mask hanging off dangling one ear, on. dangling from one ear. Because no, not, the best thing is Sasha's really animated when she talks, right? So she's talking with her hands like a teacher and this mask is just going dangling, dangle, 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 dangle. And then afterwards, uh, the, the, the woman who interviewed was like, right, we've got some really good footage here. So obviously we're going to make this into a clip. It'll be on social media. I was like, sorry, what? <laughs> I thought it was just audio. And she was like, oh, no, no, no. I'm going to make it into a clip so people can see it. And I've done the entire interview, my first ever important interview the yeah. girls club with a freaking mask dangling off my face but that's very much set the tone for what yeah how ngc goes we are not polished we're not perfect no. luckily you lot are really forgiving of that <laughs> because this is not our thing no but we go back to we, we have a few values don't we that run through the middle of this thing that have really seen us right and i don't think we're going to go far wrong if we keep sticking to them and that's probably why we're sat here right now the first are our three sort of keywords, grit, that Northern grit that I want it and I'm going to work for it and I'm going to push myself to be a little bit braver. There's graft. So we always talk about grafting and working and, and getting to it. We say that a lot and growth. So learning, looking around, being curious, asking questions and, and connecting one another. So we've got that grit, we've got that graph, we've got that growth. So whenever an opportunity comes past or to us for Northern Girls Club, if it sort of hits one of them and we fancy doing it, then mm. yeah. But I think it's important to mention there that we've had a lot of opportunities that have been presented to us that actually we've turned down mm. because they are not in line with those values. You're so right. I yeah. mean, it's really funny because we get so many um, and I'm sure everybody gets these, but we get a lot of messages in our inbox, you know, from these companies that want, what do they call it when they want someone to represent their brand? Um, like, uh, ambassador. Ambassador. Will you be ambassador yeah. for so-and-so brand? <laughs> I'm sorry, absolutely not. No, I will not. Will you wear these earrings? Yeah, oh my God, and we and could uh, get some free stuff out of that and that, that would be lovely. Jewelry. I would love some free jewellery, yeah. some free clothes. So we've never used a hashtag. No. We've never um, done a giveaway. Um, we've got over 4,000 followers. The target was to get 5,000. That is, sounds more businessy than it means to be. It just literally sounds like a good number. So yeah. we want to get 5,000 <laughs> by Christmas. So if you can help us do that and like, like and share some posts, yeah. then that would be good. Now, I'm not saying that to show off because probably we should be better with our social media strategy. I'm saying that in that 
those of you that are here are here because you want mm. to be and the following has mm. been grown like organically but I think, and we appreciate it. Yeah, know, appreciate and what that. we probably haven't talked about, we touched on this earlier, but how we exist in the real world. Yes. So what we do have, and this was something that we, we were really conscious of, what we do have is a group of women yep. who have found us on our page and we have a, a Northern Girls Club team. Yep. And as part of that team, people join it. And it's kind of like, how would you describe that? You're probably better at articulating yeah, that Yeah, so we've got a team of women who, th- th- what we found in Northern Girls Club is a lot of women who are out there who think, oh, I would be good at that. Or I'd like to have a go at that. And they're almost waiting to be asked. And, it's, and I, I say that like quite, mm. almost like I'm qualified to say that, but they are because me and Sasha are saying, well, you can do it. Do you want to come and give it a go? Mm. And they go, well, if you are, I will. Mm. Um, so when we started to business businessify NGC, because at the end of the day, it, this is a passion project, but like any passion project, it needs some money running through mm. in the middle of it to make anything of it. You know, there's no point just posting on Instagram. You're shouting down to an, a dead microphone, aren't you? Um, so we opened up a subscription model. We said, anyone who wants to join us on this mad journey this year, maybe set themselves some personal goals, be involved in some of the projects that we're doing, sign up. And we got 30. Mm. I couldn't believe it. No, and uh, so the basis, uh, the basis of that and what that means is, so we made this team of women that wanted to be to be part of this. Yeah. And we were I like, still can't get And we were like, God, that. it's just going to be me and you, how boring. But we actually got a team <laughs> of 30 people. Yeah. And the premise was, right, we're going to set ourselves goals. We are going to be accountable. They can be as little, as small as whatever you want them to be. And we're going to meet every month. We're going to have guest speakers to motivate us. Yeah. We're going to have a Facebook group. We're going to just kick each other at the arse. Basically, keep, yeah. each, keep each other accountable. And this is something that we were thinking about when we set that up. As teenagers and as kids, you've constantly got that guidance and support in education. Yeah. You go off and you start your new tutors. job. We are like form tutors. Yes, Sasha. we are. We're like form tutors. That's what we should be yeah. saying next time. And you go and you get a job and you're mentored by someone and then all of a sudden, one day you wake up and you're just an adult and you've just got to completely figure it out mm. by yourself. Yeah. And you're not qualified to do that. You don't know what the hell you're doing. Everything's a transition. Everything's a learning curve. And sometimes you just need someone to say, actually, oh, I've been there. This is what you need to do. Oh, actually, I've got a bit of advice on that, that thing that you want to achieve. So that's how it started. And do you know what? We've had some amazing, incredible outcomes yeah, from have. these goals that women have set because... We're not bloody going to Weight Watchers and sitting there. Sorry, there are uh, other um, weight loss programs that that are out there. We're not going to bloody Weight Watchers and sitting there telling, telling, listening to someone say how fat we are and we need to do this and we all sit in a circle. And we're not posting cleaning tips and we're not doing makeup. We're making tangible impact on women's lives in the real world. So I think that's probably the best example along with our live events on how we root this in the real world. And our live events are open to anybody anybody and there'll be something that goes wrong i always click the screen at the wrong time whatever you know but that's just what it's like and alongside that let's just touch on a couple of things before we wrap this up because most people listening like they get it we've got the directory brewing in the background Mm -hmm. now that's a bit of a we don't really know where we're going with that yet we're not you know at the end of the day this is so completely new it's so niche when we designed the website we had to find a developer who would work with us to design that because it's really really unique so basically the women can list themselves on there and put the skill set so for example mine might be teaching parenting and i don't know setting up a small business because when i was going through those things i just needed someone who had done that or who was in that remit who would say oh oh yeah i did that just be mm-hmm. careful when you apply for you know, business funding or just maybe bear in mind when you've got a small age gap that going back to work at this time might be 
those conversations were not happening because typically obstacles that working class women face, yeah. regardless of whether you're Northern, Southern or whatever, or a lack of confidence and a lack of contact. So the directory thought would be a really nice way for people to say, all oh, right, well, I'm going through a divorce. You know, is there anyone out there who's done that? Or I'd like to study law. And, and the directory, we're starting to get there with that. The numbers are on there. So check that out if you're not on there already. Um, but that's going to be a big focus of ours for 2023. Yeah, that's brewing in the background and it will become something. But yeah, it's got potential. Yeah. And all of this said, and it wouldn't be NGC if, if we didn't acknowledge this, how hard work has this been, Sam? <laughs> it's so hard work. It's so hard work just being hard work. But then add that with being a human with jobs, Lauren's got kids. I live on my own. I run my own house. Yeah. It's hard and it's exhausting. It's so exhausting and it's so draining. For every post that you see, we've proofread it. We've checked it. We've spell checked it. We've checked that it's perfect with the person who wants it. Mm -hmm. You know, you're trusting us with your stories. Because we invest and we care and the emotional baggage it, it is equally draining. <sighs> Honestly, we've swept floors after live events. We've wiped tears off some e-faces. We've had messages from people at two, three, four in the morning where we've had real significant concerns about you mm. we and we, i'm not saying this for violins or for sympathy i'm just letting you know this is work mm. we have worked hard and i'm going to make that visible and i'm not going to hang back from saying that because anything that's worth doing is hard work but what i can assure you is we're not going to stop no. we're not going to stop we're on this crazy mad ride you've listened to our podcast episode you'll never hear the pilot one which <laughs> is oh, absolute disaster <laughs> no one will ever release that um <laughs> But we've had a bloody good time. Producer Matt is laughing over yeah. there. I'm sorry. <laughs> it was so bad. It needs burying in some sort of time capsule. Um, but yeah, this podcast series is going to be super, super fun. So what we've done is we've shortlisted a mad range of guests that you can tap into their wisdom, their northernness, their stories, and what they get up to in their daily lives. You'll have me and Sasha attempting to be media professionals and getting it wrong. At some point, you'll hear little things going wrong and we do a few swears and we're trying not to and get a bit better at that. But Sasha, it's good. It's a good series, isn't it? We're doing a good job. Yeah, it's good. We're enjoying it. We're on to something. We are. And this is Lauren, your CEO of a Northern Girls Club. This signing off of episode one. This is Sasha, your manager. Thank you for listening. Thank you. <laughs>